This is the Todd and Friends Podcast. I don't like to waffle on predictions. That doesn't mean I always hope I'm right. Oh, what's he going to do? <laughs> oh, come on. I'm with you. So, uh, thank uh, you. Yeah, I'm with you. Todd, I knew we'd agree <laughs> on something here. From the KWLM Sports Studio. With thanks to Heritage Bank, member FDIC, equal housing lender. Here's Todd Bergath. Hey, thanks for joining us for the podcast once again today. On these Fridays, uh, Jeff Ash joins us, uh, sometimes in studio, sometimes on the road. Uh, on the road this morning, just coming into uh, Wilmer for the uh, last day of the, the work week here, Lefty. And and uh, what a beautiful week we've had outside of little rain, uh, you know, on Tuesday on Rocket Robins when I was out there. But, boy, we can't complain about the golf weather we've had in recent days, that's for sure. No, it's been great. I was mowing my yard last night, actually, and got caught in a complete downpour. Uh-huh. But it was it was short-lived, so I was able to finish my yard. But we've had kind of a nice little mix of we uh, at least out by Raymond we got a half inch a few mm-hmm. days apart nice um uh, I mean a half inch each time a few days apart so it's great for our yards and for the golf courses and I don't know obviously these crops are just looking crazy good I can't believe the corn this year it just looks so good so yeah, yeah we we can't complain about that somebody said to me the other day they said what do we, what did we do to deserve this and I said winter you know, like, <laughs> that's I'm right not, I am not feeling guilty about getting some, you know, the little stretch of nice weather you get in Minnesota. So it's That's been right. nice. That's right. That's for sure. You know, I, w- I went down to Redwood again yesterday. I played in the tournament down there this weekend, and I had a little prize money to pick up because uh, I, d- I didn't manage to stay till the end. It was a long day, and, and I, was the yeah. first, I was the first guy done. Uh, so I wanted to, you know, take off. The leaders weren't teeing off for over two hours when I finished. So I was finished. Yep. Uh, we played fast. You know, we were the first threesome out and cruised around in about three hours and 40 minutes, probably three and a half uh, down there. So I took off. But uh, it, so I went down there yesterday and we got caught in that what you got yesterday and even a few hailstones. I guess they did get some fairly significant hailstones not too far from us. So hopefully the, the crops, crops came out of that okay. Um, there was some reports of, of uh, ping pong ball sized hail. I didn't see any of that, thankfully. I got kind of caught on Highway 7. What is, is it Roseland that's right there on 7 when you're going down yep. County Road 5? So we were there, and we stopped and sat under a tree a little bit. There was some some hailstones coming down. So I know the weather you're talking about. Yeah, I sure hope we don't get weather like that. I'm in the middle of uh, replacing my shingles and siding and the sh- the tin on my shed. Yeah. And it's already the second time for my shingles because I just had them done the week before it hailed last spring, if you remember that storm. Yeah, I do, yeah. Where everybody got hail. Yeah. So that's what I was thinking last night. My shed is like half done. I'm like, if it would freaking hail again, I couldn't even imagine. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. So, but that would be a bad thing right now. But yeah, anyway, the weather has been great. I'm actually just driving by Hawk Creek as I'm talking to you. Yes. Uh, how's the condition of your course down there? I'm guessing it's good. Yeah, it's come a long ways. Um, we had a little bit of trouble with some of our greens with, I don't know if it was winter kill or a mold or what it was, but yeah. they're coming along. Um, everything's starting to look nice. So, um, yeah, that's one nice thing I always enjoy in my drive in the morning is being able to look at the golf course for about 20 seconds at least. So. <laughs> yeah, just as you're driving by. You kind of look yeah. and see if anybody's getting in an early round, see if you can spot anybody there teeing off. We and, have you lots know. of seniors out here, so those guys are always grouped up and playing, and I can't even imagine the amount of rounds of golf that some of those guys play because I see <laughs> same guys out there. My father-in-law plays religiously at least once a day, so... 
I guess that's what we have to look forward to at some point. But yeah, they get they get their rounds, and there's no question. There is worse retirements than retiring onto a golf course and playing yeah. a morning round every day and thinking about playing an afternoon round. I could think of worse ways to spend my retirement. Absolutely. I know. I know. It's hard to kind of to pick, like, what is this going to be like at some point? But then I see these guys playing golf, and that sounds good. Sitting by a lake sounds good. It'd be nice sitting by a pool. I mean, somehow i got to combine that all together. I don't know. i got some work to do yet, I guess. <laughs> uh, you know, we missed you on Monday. We talked about the Pro-Am a little bit yeah. uh, from last it. week. You, you, And like Sean said, you set the time, and then and then we didn't. Anyway, I know. I, I don't want to give you too much grief about it. I'm sitting you there can. going, I, I, I was thinking, you know, I think he spaced us off here. That's what I said. I honestly completely <laughs> spaced it off. <laughs> and I did not think about it. For some reason, I, it must have dawned on me all, when I was mowing. You get a lot. <laughs> you have time to be on your feet and think about things then when you're mowing, right? Oh, so you should do it in your yard. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm just sitting there for two hours looking at my life and everything else. And it dawned on me that I have my podcast. <laughs> and then, we're supposed to have a podcast on Monday. And I never thought about it one time on Monday or all week. I was kind of like, did I leave town or something that I... <laughs> I have no idea what the heck happened there. I really don't. Uh, that, <laughs> I know. No and, idea. And like you said, you were the low M in our group, at least. So you could, right. you know, you. you my you, chance to talk smart. I know. You had your opportunity. You missed it. So I can't let you do it now, uh, talking smart about that. Hey, I did see Carter down at uh, uh, Redwood this last weekend. Still trying yeah. to hopefully coax you down there one time. I think you'd enjoy uh, the tournament down there and. And uh, good to see him. It's always fun to watch Carter play, you know, a, a young fellow that tall who can get it all going in yeah. the right direction at the same time. Not that easy. So uh, really fun oh. to watch him hit golf shots. Yeah, we've said that. When you think about how his swing playing and how far it's got to go, you would think there'd be a lot, there'd be more room for air than yep. somebody like Rory, you know, who's just boom, boom, you know, boom, up and down. And yep. He played good. He, he battled, of course, when I'm not at a tournament he's at. And even if I am. We're always, you know, texting and just kind of updates. And I try not to get in his ear too much um, because I don't know if you've ever had that too, but it seems like if you're golfing good and then someone checks in. Yeah. And if it's good and you tell them, yeah. you know, it's like. I, I know. It's it's the human condition. It's hard to accept uh, It's hard to accept uh, compliments sometimes. Yeah, or to say that you're playing okay. You know, like if somebody, you know. What I'm saying is, I'm like, God, I'm actually playing pretty good. It'd be like, that would be the curse of death. It's like, why can't you just say whatever it is? Right. If you're sucking, you say it sucks. and you. It's not like that flips the switch and all of a sudden I get two birdies, right? No, that never but, happens. Right. But anyway, he uh, played good on Tappy with where he because he was at the or whatever you'd call it. And then the second day, he had a little rough stretch when he ended. And then I got the text, and it didn't mean because he, you know, the other guys away. It meant he had just hit one OB and double bogey. So then he thought he'd, you know, <clears throat> again, and I told my wife this, I said, I should actually read the text that I send my boys when they're golfing <laughs> to myself, you know, when I'm playing, because the stuff I say is genius to them. It's like, it makes so much <laughs> sense. I'd be a, a great coach, a great caddy, a great sports psychologist, um, all these things that I say. And they are true, but they're hard you know, like I always say, it's always easier to solve everybody else's problems, but it's always hard to be the player yourself. Mm-hmm. Easier to be the coach than the player. So so I just said, see, one thing that happens in these, especially two-day tournaments, I said is 
I said, because everybody's thinking what you're thinking right now. You had one bad hole, it's over. I only have, you know, he still had like seven or eight holes left. And in, in Carter's world, that's, he gets so many birdie opportunities that you just never know. Yeah. So, so I just said, you know, a lot of the field, for lack of a better word, kind of gives up, you know, not intentionally, but you're just wore out. You're tired. Yep. You don't feel like you're in it. And that's the majority of the field when you look at it. So, um, it takes a certain mental fortitude to kind of battle through that. And he did that. And I, he picked up at least one bogey and I'm finishing third. So he got third in the Calcutta, third in the, the flight. So it worked out really well for him. And I always invest in him a little bit too. So I was happy about that. It works out really good when you spend no other money, but a little bit on him and the Calcutta. So yeah. at least you can really figure out what you want or lost. Cause sometimes you go to those weekends and you're like, well, I, spent this much on food this much on beer this much on <laughs> gas this much on the room or what you know whatever you did and then you're like oh i didn't even make any money but yeah. it was easy for me so it was it was a good weekend all the way around obviously the battle between gorno and danny gorno was awesome on saturday and i felt i love both those guys i felt bad for how he finished um but it was kind of interesting you remember that was my snow and my podcast or my podcast with snow on it was yep. you know I don't know if he's the one that coined the world my horrific finishes to my rounds or was a little dramatic, but <laughs> anyway. But it is. It's hard to finish. I mean, Seth yep. Straka last week in the PGA, Yes, he shoots a 62 but doubles the last hole. The announcers were like, I don't know how you can walk off the 18th hole feeling bad about shooting 62, but he kind of did. Yeah, You know, like, I just double bogeyed a, you know, he would have had, like, he ended up winning, so it worked out good for him, but. What a crazy game, you know, mental game, too. And I'm sure you went through it, but yep, just, yep. it was fun to see, you know, people I care about do well down there. Uh, you, Gorno did well. Yeah. Uh, obviously, Danny winning it, Carter doing well. So that's always fun. Yeah, no doubt about it. And yes. I hear nothing but good things about that tournament. It just falls on the dang Prairie Fest. And I ended up yeah. hanging out with my old baseball buddies because they had their golf tournament. So I got to do that at night. It's our 30-year anniversary of our first state championship. Ah, so, cool. So, yeah. Yeah. And, and that's kind of how it is. You know, you take your opportunities uh, where they are. And the Straka thing, that was, you know, he was he had hit a good drive, and then he knocks his second iron in the water. It, it just He just fritzed. <laughs> the brain just left him. And I can relate to that so well, yeah. uh, you know, because I was on the lead through the first nine holes on Sunday. I had shot 38 on the front down at oh, Redwood. That, yeah. I was tied for the lead beginning the day. I was still tied for the lead on Saturday, uh, and then the back nine hit. And I, you know what happens is I start thinking about where I am in the tournament too much. And I don't yeah. know, it puts too much pressure on myself. Suddenly the swing isn't as smooth. Uh, I, I can't chip. Uh, that's been a difficulty all season uh, for me. That reared its ugly head uh, once again on the back nine, and I wind up shooting 45 on the back nine, which... You know, forty-five at Redwood is high. That that isn't something yeah. that you should that you should shoot. It's a scorable course, uh, and and I just I just collapse. And that's how it is. You know, like when you were describing kind of what was going on with with Carter with me, I have a hard time um, accepting compliments sometimes. Or if somebody says, "Boy, your putter is really smooth," uh, that it right away I'll ram one eight feet by as soon as somebody says anything. Oh, boy, you're right. you're putting the ball really well. Boom! There's one I put off the green, which I did on Sunday. I putted one off the green. It it, it was because it was such a bad putt, not because the pin placement was in an unfair spot. It wasn't. I just hammered a putt way too hard, and off the green it went. Now, 
We did that at uh, Little Crow uh, as well, and that had a little bit to do with the setup and the speed there uh, as much as it did Sean and my putts. Um, but, you know, uh, it just kind of happens. It's such a mental game, I guess, is the point I'm trying to get to. It is, and there's so many strokes involved with that that club that you just mentioned, too. Yes. Sometimes when you add up, add up your strokes at the end of the day, you're like, you uh, you felt pretty good about things. And Because I, I, when I was talking to Snow about the program, I mean, he hit a lot of greens, but I, did, I was like, I was never really in trouble, Snow. I was like, I was hitting fairways and greens until, of course, the last couple holes, and I didn't. But And, you know, part of the difference, I think, is when the good guys are hitting – hitting them they pick up some birdies if you don't make those birdies then all of a sudden they're just pars and then when you get in a little trouble then it just goes on top of par you know yep. as opposed to having a little cushion and i think that's you know the big difference there is those guys pile on those birdies every time you know when they hit greens or excuse me when they hit fairways and greens you know they're they're just so good at, at everything in the game that um you know they make up a little bit for the hiccups and I, that's the part that if you don't then yeah kind of rears its head and then you get yourself in trouble and then it can snowball which i i've absolutely been there before too and obviously that's kind of what happened to you on the back nine too but i heard yep. the course was fantastic yep and i know and i know rhino does a really good job down there i i really want to play in that someday for sure yep it's it's a fun event uh, certainly worth your time and effort uh next up for uh, me is the oakdale invitational second weekend of august are you playing any yeah. tournaments I I am I am actually next Saturday is the Sleepy Eye Invitational. Okay, they always come up and they've they've helped a lot with the uh, Caleb Walter down there has helped a lot with the formation of some of the area nine hole invites like Mountain Lake has a really nice one. Um, Sleepy Eye us as far as you know getting a nice pot if you want to say we get really good fundraisers um, and then you know you have a nice Calcutta but but it's flighted so it isn't it's for everybody but. Um, so I like to go down and support them. That's next Saturday. And then I do have Oakdale down on the calendar because I think it might might work yep. um, with kind of how things are shaking out for me towards the end of the summer. I think I mentioned, no, I mentioned it was snow, but I'm probably going to miss our club tournament this year. So mm. that's a tough one for me, but it's, it's for volleyball. So come this fall, we'll at least have a little bit of uh, NSIC volleyball to talk about again. But my... What, what you're in school my, now? Piper is in her fifth year, so yep. she's going to... She still actually technically has two years of volleyball left, but um, she's going to go this year. She's going to get one more Masters and um, play one more year. So that should be fun. It's, you know, one of those things when you look at it and you we didn't each year we've not really known, like, are you going another year or are you not? But we know that this is it. So, so yeah, it's, all of it's kind of coming to an end. It's, it's a different feeling when um, you start thinking about, you know, not having – a lot of people – I get I get a lot of nice comments here and there where I'm not expecting it. Like, for instance, we I told you we had our um, Prairie Fest, so that's like Clutter City Summer Celebration. Yep. And we have what's called Rib Fest down in the park. And it always, you know, see so you're having a couple of beers down there and eating some food or whatever, and just the people that come up and just make a side comment about the podcast are like, oh, yeah, I heard you talking about this or that, or how did, how did golf go the other day, or, yep. you know, because yep. I heard you talking. I'm like, ah. Oh. So we always make kind of side side comments about our big listening audience you know kind of like we realize we're not the uh, biggest podcast in the world but it is kind of neat when people listen to it and i appreciate that and it's yeah it's fun when people do and everybody's always you know i, I try to give shout outs to people along the way so uh so you know it's kind of 
what the point I'm making is it's kind of fun when people like that make comments to you yeah. and people actually do listen to it. So, yeah. Hey, when is your uh, Hawk Creek Invitational? When's that coming up? It'd be the first Saturday in August. So is that August 5th? Yep. Yep, and we just we just opened it up. So if people want to get signed up, there's a link. You sold um, it out last year, didn't you? Yep. Yep, it usually sells out. Um, we try to give, you know, the guys that ran it last year first choice, and then you open it up to kind of members and everybody else. And, of course, just send it out to the network that we've kind of formed to with different guys that play in different tournaments. But it's been fun. It, the thing that's cool about it, and I've said this before when we've talked about it, is I think it's easy for people that don't play in tournament, you know, people that like golf but don't play in any tournaments to think these tournaments are just for the, the good players, you know, just the ones that you would consider, like, well, they have a chance to win that tournament. And it's re- that's really not what these tournaments are for. No. And I think that's been a good thing that's happened in our – I'm sure everywhere, but in our area, because of this kind of group we have, I mean, there's a bunch of Eagle boys that play. There's a bunch of Hawk boys, these Sleepy Eye guys. There's, you know, a lot of different courses around Redwood. Um, and they've kind of understood that, you know, and I say guys, there, there was obviously girls and women down at Redwood and stuff too. Some of the tournaments that I play in, there isn't a lot of women, so this isn't against that or anything. It's just when I say guys, it's just because majority of them are guys. So, yeah, yeah. Um, but it, you know, we're all kind of that. We like to golf, but we'd love to have a little money on the line, so and to donate or give up a day, you know, with your family or going to the lake or whatever else to make it worth it. This has really been a, a positive thing, and a, a it's been a great thing for the courses, but also for the players. I mean, some guys have left with some really good money, even like. You, for instance, with Redwood, you know, when you yep. when you start flighting this stuff, I mean, like our first flight last year had as much, almost as much money as our championship flight. And I looked at that list of players. I mean, a lot of those guys would be in the championship flight of our tournament most years or a different tournament. And it just, you know, didn't work out or whatever. You only get nine holes, you know, to figure out which flight in you're in. So, you know, a lot of guys can shoot around par. And a lot of guys, you, if you have one bad round, you know, you're in the next flight. That happened to me last year. So, my point is, is that we we raise good money for the course. Um, we get to show our course off, but also it's for all players. And the cool part has been to see like some of our local members that would never travel outside of Hawk Creek mm-hmm. play in that tournament and tell you how fun it was. And you know, and I think for them to be a little nervous, to have a little money on the line, they don't you don't ever get that feeling. Otherwise, if you're out there slapping around with your buddies, yep. yeah, everything's a gimme. You know, two feet and. You get up there and you're like, I never putt these. You know, yeah. I never have to putt these. You're, you're not going to make all of them if you don't ever putt them. <laughs> That's right. So it, it's kind of fun to see their excitement and kind of a renewed, like, hey, I've never done this before. And that's that's been a cool part of it, you know, and not to get lost in just the fact that, oh, yeah, for you guys that talk about these golf tournaments, that must be a fun life you live. Like, <laughs> you can, li- you can, you know, anybody can live that life that plays golf because because those, it's, it so yep. everybody's got a chance you know some people aren't cut out for it i get it but yep. if you've never tried it and you really have an interest in it it's it's a great chance to you know see where you're at and just get better at it yeah so call down there to hawk creek and see if you can't uh, get signed up uh, for the tournament things are getting underway with registration uh, for the hawk creek invitational uh, starting today and then it's on august 5th lefty thanks so much have a great weekend you too todd Jeff Ash joining us here on the Todd and Friends podcast. It's brought to you by Heritage Bank, member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Watch for future episodes of the Todd and Friends podcast at kwlm.com or on the air here at KWLM, 1340 AM and 96.3 FM.